Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sex in an elevator? Yeah, different women have different fantasies. And you wanted to make sure they reached their fantasies. I was, that was my thing. But I mean, you were Magic Johnson. That's all right. You, you didn't mind being a daredevil every now and then. Sex in an office with people next door in the boardroom? You know, there's always a look about a woman that you can tell something about to happen. And so what happened? She gave me that look and I said, oh, uh-uh, not here. She said, yeah, here. Don't have any panties on, so let's go. But you know, that's the first time I ever had sex and sweating at the same time. My eyes are over here, not on the person I'm having sex with. Believe me. You're wondering what's going on in the boardroom. <laughs> well, door, hoping huh? somebody don't hit that door. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another, a very special another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me on Instagram at pop.culture or on Twitter at Papa Omeno. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I am, do you always say my last name? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I think I 99% of the time I say it, which means 99 episodes I've probably said your last name. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing good, you know, I'm a little, a little traumatized from yesterday. I really went through a hard time, but beyond that, um, I'm pretty good, so yeah. What, what the hell happened to you yesterday? <laughs> What are you talking well, the, about? <laughs> what do you want? Inform us. Tell us. Uh, the building beside mine collapsed and 
like a bunch of people got hurt and the guy died um, it was pretty wild so that like i took like the day off i was like because i was sitting there <laughs> like well like okay because the whole block like shut down you know what i'm saying um and like it was just like everyone was outside with like, like those news trucks and everything it was literally right outside um my place so i was like oh okay and so i just like imagine like there's like a little 9-11 happening right beside your building you'd be like pretty distracted the rest of the day a mini 9-11 yo. <laughs> <laughs> well it's because okay, they've been they've been taking down this building and you have, you have to drive by it to get in get inside like the parking lot and that and every time i drive by i'm like yo this looks like so off because they left so much shit like hanging hanging and just like everyone was like they're like this looks like not safe and then literally i said that like two days ago and then literally the next day you, the, my, my building like shakes and the whole place like collapses um right right beside it and everything there's like 10 fire trucks tons of ambulance and everything it, it took them like the guy was in there almost 24 hours so they dragged him out uh like the body. so wait yeah, he was they, stuck inside for almost 20 he was already hours. dead like they they got oh they shit. Couldn't get him out. yeah and then like um they couldn't get him out. They had to send like huge building, like people from Alberta specialized in re body retrieval, like retrieval or like retrieval from class buildings and stuff. And like the firemen didn't even have the right tools to to like get the people, like some of the people out. And that so people were trapped. And then it ended up being one guy dead, and then finally got his body out. And like other guys, like bottom half was like crushed and stuff like that. So um, pretty, yeah, the one guy died. The grandmother was pretty wild. Like you know, how people are like it's in like the most like it's the downtown of North Van. So it's like where all the big high buildings are. Yeah. So like obviously everyone comes out of their house and like a building besides that fucking collapses. I'm gonna be like chuck kind of from that and the police were there and everything so it was just pretty pretty wild and you know so it's hard to like take it focus to pay attention and they're like oh my god they're like who's dead and stuff like like literally <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the patio so obviously it's gonna consume my whole last day shout out rest in peace to that guy so hard not to make jokes but it is actually a bad bad time and like it's just shitty because you can just like everyone like that lived around here was like dude this construct like looks so like sketch like even normal as people don't know anything about it could tell you and obviously they neglected it and now someone died yeah damn that's crazy like imagine just waking up and you're going to work like you probably just some guy fucking works construction and now you're done I'm sure it's in the back of their mind from time to time that some shit could go down like that. But yeah, you never imagine it's actually gonna happen. That's yeah, uh, I guess, I don't know. But when you actually do, like I did this firefighting like out in the forest and stuff, and like usually like one or two people die a year. But I think after like a week, you're like, you just get like kind of, you soon you don't really think about it, even though like trees fall and like kill people all the time. But you kind of just like, oh, another day at work. Like I never thought about it after like a week, even though like every summer there'd be at least like one person who died. So I was like, oh, okay, shit. So did the collapse happen in the morning before you started your shift or was it during, were you already like- I was, I was, well, I mean, I have like no, like I'm, I was just doing work. Like I have no oversight right now. Like I'm almost done my job. So I, I'm just like finishing up. So it's not a big deal. Like <laughs> I barely worked this week. I've been so lazy. Uh, but it was like right as I was about to start. Fucking that just boom, like hear this big sound. Everybody just shakes and there's people running on the street, like screaming, call 911. And everything so like i was watching this like people and like the girls were like there was like a couple of girls that work like the flags and they're bawling in tears like freaking out and 
the, like there's tons of police and stuff like that. It's pretty surreal. Um, you know what I mean? Like you're just like these, all these people come outside. They just watch their coworker get like murdered, like killed. You know what I mean? Died right in front of them. And then you're watching them and you're like, just like, oh shit. Like I feel like you feel sad for them. Like these are like humans that I see every day and they're like just like crying, like freaking out. So oh, it's weird, but shitty. Yeah, that's actually a genuine like travesty that just happened right right in front of your eyes. Yeah, like I mean, like obviously I'm not like sh- it's just like it's crazy, man. Like I, I kept thinking about like the like you know just for, like all of that. Like imagine like your coworker you work with every day like just died in front of you and stuff. So there's, I think like I was just like oh I just it's like consuming my brain. I felt like really bad for them. Um, they're like outside like bawling and like possibly like yeah, it was just a pretty big scene in that so and obviously it's not like 9-11 I'm just thinking about, thinking about being, being there seeing all of that shit um, pretty wild yeah that's nuts yo so <clears throat> my work actually had something similar happen to us but it was during it was back when we had weekend shifts so it was only like the weekend crew that were people who ended up seeing it um, and I was working that weekend but I was I don't think I was late. I think it was just they were earlier than I was, so they were able to witness it. But apparently, yeah. some dude in a apartment building that's across from where our work building was, he had jumped off the, I think, like, 11th floor or something and just splat on the ground all over. Jeez. And a couple of my coworkers had did actually... Did some of your coworkers see it? Yeah, they witnessed the incident actually go down. So the cops yeah. had to come and, like, put... Uh, whatever, like a not a body bag, but like a cover over his body and like tape off yeah. the area and stuff like that. And then by the time I got to work, it was more so. I think the body had already been removed by that time. All that was left, I think, was some of the tape. And yeah, that was pretty much it. So they were telling me about the entire story. Like they were like, "Yeah, we were in here. We saw the guy like jump off the building, and then like he killed himself." And yeah, it was just like traumatizing, obviously, because you don't want to obviously witness that while you're at work. And then the crazier thing to me, though, was, and this is when I realized, okay, not this is when I realized, but this is what put it over the top that I realized that like corporations really don't give a fuck about you. And you're like, they talk about, oh, yeah, Yeah. we're all about your mental health. And like, we're here to help you guys. It never happens. You guys can let us know all that shit. They don't care about that bullshit whatsoever. So what happened was they informed some people higher up in our office that this had happened and they witnessed it. And those same like supervisors were, they just kind of like brushed it up. They didn't really do anything to address the situation. Like they told people that like, yeah, we witnessed this. It's like kind of messed up. Like we don't really want to be here and like not work, but they pretty much had to finish their shift. And even the weeks following the event, like no one reached out to them being like, are you guys okay? Like, how are you guys handling, viewing the situation? They didn't get any extra time off to be able to process what they witnessed. It was pretty much just like back to work. Like y'all saw saw somebody die, just (laughs) get your ass right back on that computer. So. Damn, I definitely would take the day off. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say. Like. I, uh, yeah, if I saw, like, I'm not working that day. If you fucking, if I'm on company time and I have to witness a death, like, I'm taking a day off. I'm gonna fuck what you say. Like, that's fucked that you wouldn't even, yeah, like you said, corporations, though, you don't and expect we, any empathy from them. Yeah, and we have a full on, like, wellness department. Like, we have an entire staff that's dedicated towards helping people through their 
like issues that they go through with work and stuff like that. So the fact that not even one of those people had reached out to them and like checked on to see what they were going through. I was just like, yeah, yeah yo, these motherfuckers don't give a shit about anything. It's all just for the look of it. Like they put that stuff in for, for them to like look good, essentially. It's not really about like how much they actually care. Oh, hundred percent. Like even like when people say like, oh, you can like, they're not allowed to like hire you or fire you when you have mental health issues and stuff. Like they'll still find that like, I will never tell my employer like about it like or like who's possibly hiring me like i'll never be like oh like i'm depressed or i have schizophrenia or something because they don't like why like there's no benefit for them giving a fuck or like wanting to deal with people who might need like time off and stuff like it's the bottom bottom line so i don't know why people ever fucking trust companies or think they actually care about you even hr is like they're yeah, to yeah. The I, was, company. I was about to say that yeah it's <laughs> there to protect the company not fucking protect you and stuff like at least like now we have like social media and stuff of that like you can put people on blast and like there's a little more recourse than 20 years ago but it's still like a headache that you don't want to have to deal with and even if like you don't get fired on that like you're not going to get priority treatment and stuff too and they'll find any other reason to get you out of there so i still keep it hush hush yeah i'm not gonna lie though social media does help in those situations i've seen a lot of people be able to get some kind of justice by voicing their opinions on social media and like having, I mean, like companies do try and find ways to still continue doing what they're doing without having to make that much changes. But there are instances where people have like faced major consequences um, after people have voiced such displeasure on social media. So that is is a plus of being on social media. As as much as it is a cesspool, a lot of people are bullshitting out there. There is some value in being able to have a voice that other people can hop in on and help you with. Oh, for sure. Even like for like racism and stuff too. It's like, I hate for them to hear about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's like people are still like, oh, they don't want to get dragged out in public and stuff like that. So I think it does prevent people from even doing shittier things and that. So it it definitely has its place. Uh, Yeah, that that whole brigade of uh, Twitter that does Twitter, do your thing whenever someone does some fucked up yeah. shit. It's probably one of the best things about Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, like, I saw what, like, Bell got called out because they're the one running it. And then a bunch of players, like, they actually have the worst mental health fucking assistance, like, in the company. Like, I heard they're pretty shitty to work for. Um, but they're the one who basically started it all. And then I saw people call them out and they had to, like, totally change, like, their platform and actually, like, add a bunch of, like, mental health stuff. And now, they're like not like firing people and stuff over it because they know how bad of a look it is. Yeah, but they're still bullshitting though because they did even last year when they had their when they ran their campaign for uh, Bell Let's Talk. Three weeks later, they fired a whole bunch of people who. Oh yeah, I mean, there's still a bunch of shit. So, but at least people like know now and like you know what I mean. And like don't like doesn't fix everything. Like I said, that's why in the first place I'm not I wouldn't say or do it. But at least like it's still better than nothing. And I think like there was some recourse in that and like they saw the blowback that had so like maybe they won't do it um now and stuff like that like don't people are still fucked up and everything i'm just saying it's still better than having nothing or like that or like not knowing and stuff like at least i'm like oh i don't even know in the first place if i want to work for bell like knowing that you know what i mean so yeah it does <laughs> serve a purpose yeah there is but, a little yeah. bit of an awareness now i mean like, yeah the company's still fucking Bottom line, bottom dollar, the company, like the conglomerates still have all the power. Yeah. 
Well, this is episode 100 of the Pops Culture Podcast. I can't believe we made it. I did not. Actually, no, I did see us making it. But it's still a surprising number to make 100 hours of worth of content. And plus those other like special episodes that we did as well, too. So we're we're technically over 100. But uh, yeah, and. And all the editing work that I do, putting that <laughs> together, is so exhausting. So it's, it's more than 100 hours, people. You don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears that I personally put behind this. Um, after each episode, I'm behind the wheel, just fucking doing that. So praise me, praise Lord, praise Gabe. This nigga, uh, this nigga asked me, this nigga asked me, are you good? I say yes. He hopped off the call and doesn't do a thing <laughs> afterwards. That's how the rest of these conversations go after we're done the podcast. But, <laughs> but you know, it's the, it's the support to know that I'm there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's mentally taxing on me too as well so you know it's like oh my god i'm stressed like will papa get this done (laughs) (laughs) the pressure's on where's the episode (laughs) yeah where you guys don't see you guys don't see it but i'm sitting there stressed fingers crossed and it's exhausting but yeah no i patted my shoulder myself on the shoulder a few times today the last week yeah it is a pretty big accomplishment um you know i mean Obviously, everyone wants to be further along whatever they're doing. So, like, it'd be great to have like hundreds of thousands of listeners at this point. But it is a proud moment to be able to make a hundred episodes and to be consistent for most of them is uh, a, a big testament to how far we've come as well, too. So, yeah, that, it, that's it is what it is with podcasting too. Like, you know, like one day you just like you just got to consistency is the the thing. Like. No one starts in like it's two years. Most people work forever at whatever they they want to do before, you know, there's the payout or like whatever helps them along their career and that too and that so as well. So you know, it's just yeah. I think just the fact of doing it is still like even, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely a process, and we're still very early on in this process as well too, Um, because we did come from the other podcast, then we moved on to this one, so it's technically only been two years of <laughs> podcasting, which is still very young in terms of the podcasting age. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we're on our path to another hundred episodes as well too. Um, but now it's been fun. Like I've, I like, I've always wanted to do some kind of audio uh, broadcast in some kind of form. Like when I was younger, like I used to listen to kiss 92.5 for those who are out in Toronto, you know, that was a pretty major pretty major uh, radio station back in the day. They've kind of fallen off now, but they were definitely huge back in the day. And I would listen to them on the, on the morning run. I think it was Raz and Mocha when I was like eight years old. I think pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they were still on when I was eight. So um, it was always a blast to hear them like having discussions and like talking and stuff like that as well too. So that was pretty dope. And then like that kind of got me into the whole like radio aspect. Then I hit puberty and people said, Hey, you have a deep voice, man. You should use that for like radio or some shit. And I was just like, thanks. So um, uh, when, yeah, how I even, how I even got into podcasting was actually kind of weird itself too. Cause it was still like, when I first started listening to podcasts, it was probably like 2015. So I was in university. It was still an early platform. Like it wasn't anything major at that time, but there were major players who were in it. Um, but it wasn't as known obviously as it is today, but I was listening to, uh, I think the first podcast I actually listened to was Charlemagne's podcast. 
with oh, yeah. brilliant idiots. Um, and how I even got into it, though, was because I kept seeing them post on – so, like, I would watch Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club from time to time, just like yeah. his clips on YouTube or whatever, because that's all the access we had to it. And I followed him on Instagram because of that. And he would always post, like, once a week about this show called Brilliant Idiots. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? Because I just knew him from Breakfast Club. So I was like, what is this, like, other thing that he does on the side? And I had no idea what it was. And then one day he posted, and I was just fed up. And I was like, man, okay, let me just check it out and see what it is. And I realized, oh, it's a podcast, an Apple podcast. So I went, and go, went to go listen to it. And the episode I listened to, I think, I'm not sure if it was the first one, but the most memorable of the first few episodes I listened to, uh, they had on this guy named Dante Nero, who has his own podcast as well, too. Uh, he came from a show called Black Phillip, where they talk about relationships. And that was with Patrice O'Neill, the legendary comedian for anyone who knows him. Um, rest in peace to Patrice O'Neill. So they had him on and he was just like giving out all this advice about dating and relationships and stuff. And I was like, yo, this is dope. Like this guy's a cool dude. He's giving out some proper game. And, <laughs> you know, we talked about, we talked about my virginity last year or sorry, last episode. Um, yeah. So yeah, he was, <laughs> he was definitely a proponent of like me kind of like coming out of my shell and like kind of understanding how to, you know, be a man and like approach women and stuff like that as well too but it wasn't like the advice he was giving though it wasn't on some like pickup artist shit like he's more so like you should you should be valuing like what you have as a person and what yeah. you bring to the table and just be confident in who you are and what you do and that's what's essentially going to get you like that's what's essentially going to get you women to become att attracted to you and stuff like that so he was on that episode. He was giving his tips. And it was hilarious. Like, Andrew Schultz was funny. Uh, Charlamagne was hilarious. It's pretty jokes. And I was like, man, this is a dope, this is a dope, like, thing that I could listen to. And I just started listening to podcasts from that. And from that, it just grew on. I started listening to other people's podcasts from there. And, yeah, I was like, once we got into that uh, sports journalism program, where I made the mistake of meeting this guy over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can yeah. you that fucking, what, 2017? <laughs> yeah, 2017, yo. God, man, I can't believe so much time fucking flown by. Dude, yeah, me neither. And because I still remember, like, <laughs> I still remember when I first met you because you were like, kind of quiet in the back, but like, I wasn't sure what your deal was. Because there's only, <laughs> there's only what, three, three of us black people in the class? Me, you, and AJ, I think, or we're the only black people. Oh, yeah, and Colin. Oh, yeah, and Colin. Okay, yeah, so there's four. Um, it was there like once every week. Yeah. So Colin was, yeah, Colin was also a wild card too, though, because I didn't know what his business was either, especially from him coming from Trinidad. Um, and, man, if there's anyone, is, if there's any, yeah, if there's anyone more wild than you, it's definitely Colin. Um, so, so, yeah, I didn't know what your deal was. I'm like, yo, this guy seems kind of cool. And like, I assumed you were my age, only to find out that you're like four years older than me, but. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, yo, this guy seems kind of cool. So like one of the days I just decided to sit in the back. Um, and I don't even remember what I said, but like, we were just like chopping it or up or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 this, guy, this guy seems, yeah, this guy seems pretty, this guy seems pretty cool. But it's yeah, funny. It really, I no, only go, go. knew two people who did that program and like, they're super chill, like whatever. So I didn't like it when I got there, I was like, this is the fucking people I'm going to have to deal with for a year. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't like. There's fucking. It was pretty nerdy, like. Yeah, some of, some like, some of the people in our class were definitely keeners. It was the, the <laughs> majority like, of them are like just people I like. They're everyone like nice enough. Just people I didn't picture myself being friends with. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 for sure. And 
and I was right at that. So I was right at that age, though, where you're like, fuck. Like when I was younger, like I'll be like, okay, like I always like talk with people and like, like you got to make friends and like just do what you got to do and like whatever. But like right around 28, you're like, ah, fuck. You know what I mean? It's like I don't like I have enough friends. I don't want to like, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, you don't really want to add more friends on. Yeah, it's like I was quiet because I was like, okay, I have nothing in common with these people. So like they're just like I just want to get my shit done or whatever and figure my career out and that but they're like okay well i'm gonna beer forever you have to fucking get along with some people and i was like okay and then those i want to do a podcast and shit and i was like i'll just pick the two most normal people in this yeah. class like that's literally it that was it i was like we're like in florida florida by that time i was like okay, i want to start a podcast i was like you and ben like who are the people i'd actually fucking talk to outside of school or whatever that was literally the fucking mindset that went through um through my head and being like starting a podcast and that I'm like, okay, we'll have to have, I might as well have like a hobby, something that will like, whatever, like help me increase my portfolio. And I was like, literally, I was like, okay. And then I think I, I'm the one who like talked to you guys about it. Right. No, no, I brought it up. No, no, I brought no. it up to, I brought it up to you. And then you were like, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. And then that's probably, you probably brought it up to Ben and was like, yeah, this was my idea in the back of your head or some shit. But 100%, 100%, I was the first one to bring it up. I remember exactly where we were when it went down, too. Because I was lit. I was drunk. We were at, a, we were at the, um, the hotel bar. We were at the hotel bar when I brought it up. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but okay. Well, I think everyone, I think, oh, I think by that point, everyone, we had been, like, encouraged to podcast, like, to do that shit yeah because there was like, other you know there I mean? was other people who'd started their own podcast like a week before us it was like yeah jazz. so obviously in our in our brain it all sounds like it was our your own idea like <laughs> sure. you know what i mean no yeah. but like i mean malcolm I, yeah I, malcolm I, probably I, definitely brought up that yeah like you guys should do some other stuff on the side as well too is what he probably brought up before that trip yeah yeah that was definitely that was definitely it but i like to go with this narrative anyways um live my own reality of course you do yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the creator of the fucking if, it, if it doesn't exist to you then it exists to no one else <laughs> yeah it's not a lie if you believe it baby george costanza <laughs> that's the fucking motto i've always lived my life by and I've, I've tricked myself so only reason i can keep bare to live um but yeah i was like basically well for me i was okay but people would do it i was like oh i'll just literally just pick like the most normal people in that too because i think we both want to do stuff like outside of just sports like being a part of it so you don't want to be like oh like fucking david rubin this guy's never fucking talked to a human being in a normal way in his whole life to fucking, you know yeah, what i, I mean? gotta so, count the amount of time you've actually taken a <laughs> shot at this guy i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. he listens sometimes too <laughs> love you ruben um <laughs> imagine every episode he just fucking hears this (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ man give it up it's been like five years i'll never do that um but yeah that is really getting off course here but yeah 100 episodes you did it gabe (laughs) (laughs) yeah man congrats gabe great accomplishment bro yeah but yeah yeah i guess just to wrap it up i mean i'd always wanted to like start a pod myself so when, yeah, it was a similar situation to you because other people had already kind of made their click in terms of what podcast they were doing. And then there's like two of the people who started, like uh, Mike Alessandrini and Mike DeStefano. They started their own, I think. And then Tristan kind of had his own. And then I think it was Jazz 
Vivek and uh, Matt Teague who had their podcast. So like yeah. one, it didn't really leave me with that many options, but two, I like probably would have done it with, <laughs> I probably would have done it with you guys anyways though, because we were trying to do more of like, they were strictly sports. Like everyone who did it, who had their own podcast, they were strictly sticking on sports. Like they weren't going to talk about anything else. And I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to like do other stuff as well too, not just strictly sports. Um, so yeah, it just came down to like, you guys were down in that same boat too. You're like, yeah, we don't just want to do strictly sports. We want to talk about other shit too. So it kind of worked out. Um, and yeah, I think, I think the podcast name that we had was pretty dope. It just like, it didn't end up working out just because of like scheduling and stuff like that. Um, and then like at that time, Ben was also very like technologically, uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Cause I can't say the R word. So yeah, the, the, the youngest one. Challenge. Like the yeah, yeah. That was the part that shook me the most is the fact that Ben grew up in like the age of technology yeah. more so than like, like we did too, but he was in it way more. Like he was in it from like birth. Yeah. And this Facebook guy, was, yeah, exactly. Like, Facebook was, yeah, Facebook was, like, his culture. And, like, he, this guy was not using any of the social medias whatsoever. He's since changed. Like, he's, he's more on it now. But, yeah, at the time, I was like, man, how are you but not, even, like, techno, techie savvy? Like, even in class, we were like, I remember sitting beside him. He's like, Twitter, why do we have to use Twitter? I was like, what do you mean, why do we have to use Like, I was just complaining. Like, like, what do you mean? I don't want to fucking tweet. I was like, so you, you joined you join journal, sports journalism to not use the most, like, utilized tool and like the whole internet and stuff he's like i can't do that and i was like what the fuck you fucking boomer i was like what do you think how do you expect like a sports career i don't want to do the internet oh right there you go but um yeah i know for for me i don't know it's like i see like it's the fact i think like you see so people like i don't obviously we always argue about this but like obviously people stuck to the podcast i definitely think there's more people that comes and goes like you know me dead you know me dead like like pages I have on my Instagram that I have to unfollow all the time of friends who like oh yeah, yeah started yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like you yeah the people stuck to it and stuff but like most people get like I have like at least ten friends who have started one at some point and then I don't think any of them are still going after like ten episodes you know what I mean or like yeah who records like bi weekly at you know what I mean and that too so I think that in itself is an accomplishment too um, like I know you say like yeah a lot of people have stuck to it, but. There's definitely more like burnt out ones than not. Yeah, but I don't like comparing myself to the people in our classroom because like that's not who I'm, I'm not trying to beat. But it's not just class. But, like I think just in like man, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to beat the average person either. Like when I because like, I listen to podcasts, so so like I'm trying to get to the level where people who who've done it. Like I know a podcast that's never missed a week. Like literally every week they've had an episode out. They've never missed one week ever, no matter what happens to either the guests or the or, sorry to either the hosts they've always been able to have an episode out. So it's like, that's a consistency level that I like want to aspire to get to because I'm not competing with the average Joe. Like I know everyone starts podcasts because here's the thing about podcasting though. People don't realize how hard podcasting is. They think it's easy because when you're listening to it, it sounds easy. You're like, oh yeah, you yeah. sit around, you talk to someone else about whatever topics happen to be on your docket or things that you want to talk about or if you have like a specialized show, you talk about that one topic for the entire episode. So when you're listening to it, you're like, oh yeah, this is easy. I could do that. I could talk for an hour about whatever things I want to talk about. But there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes that people don't realize. And the consistency level as well too is also another thing that's probably the, I think that's the, the biggest hurdle is that people realize they don't have, like when you start a podcast, they don't realize that it's gotta be something that you do. I would say you should do it weekly because 
that's the best way yeah. to get to get known. Like if you're doing it monthly, you're not going to get recognized that well, unless you're obviously like one of these major players who can kind of just like throw your podcast out there. Yeah, I don't think there's any popular podcast that but, just comes out like whenever, you know, like some people are like, I'll do it once a month or whatever. Like, I don't think any, I don't know if you listen to any or know any that like do well and have lots of listeners or just kind of like sporadically throws one out, like an episode out there. Besides, yeah, no, like I think really. there's some, I think there's some like super famous people. If you already have like tons of clout, it's a lot yeah. easier, but I don't think anyone's built a brand where it's like, ah, oh, for these two random people that you never know when they're going to create any content and have the structure to it and stuff. And like, it definitely is. Cause like for me, so I'm right now behind the scenes, like I'm trying to build a brand for something um, that includes like, probably have a little podcast and stuff like that too. And like just the whole branding, everything that you like, it is so much work. And there's like more for on your side of the thing. And like, obviously now knowing like what you've done and like me being a bit a part of that, like I know what it takes. And, but yeah, like you've got to have that brand, that thing that like, like shows out all the time and makes it stick out. Like you got to get designers, you got, you know what I mean? You have to like, then you have to like promote yourself and you have to have a, like, I think for, you have to have like content that you actually believe in and stuff too like you know what i mean like to like yeah, share sure. it and like whatever and that and like when you get people like on the episode like yeah definitely like i think for any like rational reasonable person to create it like and believe in it is definitely a lot more work than people uh, think and that too and it's like trial by error too like now going through i've gone through like four or five different podcasts that i've been on or done and like it's like just now i'm now that i'm starting something i'm like now i know exactly each thing that needs to be put into it for it pop to be like successful like at all um and it is a lot of work so it definitely yeah. is more than what it looks like most most of podcasting is everything you do outside of the podcast more so than it is what you do on it like obviously what you do on it matters but a lot of it is like the editing behind the scenes the promotion behind the scenes and then the consistency of being able to like you know bring something to the table that is somewhat valuable or like relatable to some other people as well too and like trying to make it interesting in a way that other people aren't making that stuff interesting as well too so that, that's the hardest part because i see a lot of people start whether it be podcasts youtube channels twitch channels anything like that like you see other people too you're like oh yeah that's easy i could do that shit and then once you start doing it yourself you're like oh there's like a whole bunch of other shit that i don't have like that i need to be doing in order for this to be something that I want it to be. And then at the same time too, when you, usually when you start, like you might get that influx of like the first episode has a lot of views because it's your first thing. And a lot of people are going to check it out, which is kind of bad because the first episode, whilst it might be good, it's usually like after that, everything falls off because after that people are like, Oh yeah, like I checked it out. It either was your thing or wasn't your thing. And you don't necessarily know if they want to stick around. Um, so you have to start Plus, that's, you're that's still really have to start building. Yeah, Plus exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's not going to ever, your first episode's never like the best thing. Like, it takes fucking forever. Although, our, our, our What's Your Flavor episode, that first episode was hilarious, though. I listened back to it one time and I was actually dying at how funny it was. Uh, I think, yeah, but I, I mean, I guess, too, that's part of like the high, like the high of doing it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. Like the, I think you're that's, locked. You're absolutely yeah. fucking locked in. Yeah. Whereas, like, by like 60, <laughs> you're like, ah, oh. like, well, because well, you have other jobs. Like, man, like, you're fucking, like, I'm managing like three clients and stuff. And, like, I know, but like, even like the two hours of that, like, you're just exhausted or like, like, I found out this morning that um, this job that I really want to interview that I didn't get. And then I got to go do work. And then I'm supposed to be like 
locked in on this pod. Like, you know, I just watched a nigga die yesterday. <laughs> uh, like, like, you know what I mean? And then I have like, I have my clients being like an asshole and stuff. And then I got to get on the phone and talk to Papa for two hours and try and be interesting in that. And like, it's, 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 it can be mentally like taxing for and, like, sure, on top yeah. of your whole, your whole life going on and everything. Cause podcast it doesn't pay the bills and that too so it's uh it's definitely it's it's it can be emotionally draining too because like i hate for me like i I like to talk like do all that stuff but like sometimes you just don't feel like being on or like carrying a conversation for an hour and a half it uh on a bad day it it, it can be hard in that too so yeah, yeah no, i i 100% agree i do like it though for the therapeutic aspect so you like even the times where I feel like, oh, yeah, I don't really want to pod today, but I'll do it anyways. After I do it, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of glad I did it because I feel better oh. about talking about some random shit. So For sure, but afterwards, I always feel better. Yeah. But, the, the but beforehand, there, yeah, there oh. is. Yeah, yeah, There is times where you're like, man, like, I don't even want to fucking say shit today. But yeah. once, you, once you get the ball rolling, it does really help. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just grateful that we made it to 100, man. It's been quite a journey so far not gonna get too sentimental but it is cool <laughs> i do appreciate everyone who's been listening who's been checking it out everyone who supports us everyone who's been you know messaging us talking about a lot of the topics offhand as well too i do have quite a few people who you know those talk to me about shit on the podcast like afterwards and stuff yeah um, so shout out to all of you guys and then yeah even the people who've been rocking with like, our content on pops culture media as well too like shout out to you guys as well too so yeah it yeah is. it's even it's definitely like it's cool even like i'll still get random messages like that and they'll talk to me like oh i would never expect this person to fucking listen to me talk um like you know like just people i didn't even expect to listen to podcasts like oh like they talk to me something like what how do you know like, oh, I yeah. to your podcast I'm like what yeah 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 why would you do that um so yeah, I just I don't know. That's bro. You said cool. this on the podcast. I was like, oh shit, did I? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, too. So that that's a nice feeling, and that as well. I don't. I've never really been a podcast guy. I'm a visual learner, and that too. But I do like to talk, and like I like to like crack jokes and stuff. So everyone's like, you like, what are your favorite podcasts? People, I'm like, I don't really fuck with podcasts. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, you've been had a podcast for like six years of your life. I'm like. I love the sound of my own voice and you love the sound of my voice, but that's where the, the train stops, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, people always think that's so weird. I'm like, I, I don't know. Man. I like to enjoy my own art, you know? <laughs> you, have, you do have the face for podcasting too. Though. Oh, yeah. I love that fucking joke and hearing that 5 million times too. Playing out a face for radio. Okay, Good one. You got me. <laughs> You know, Gabe is the most so sensitive about his looks, yo. You challenge that shit, this motherfucker's ready to kill you. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, man. when you when you depend on something, <laughs> you don't attack my craft, essentially. <laughs> but yeah, no, because it's funny too. Because remember last week, how we were talking about like I was talking about the girl that I met in Van. And I was like, we're at the end of the podcast. I'm like, yeah, she's not gonna listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Literally the next like two days, she's like, "Yeah, listen to your podcast." I was like, "Oh shit!" Oh shit! Like, <laughs> <laughs> she got to the end. <laughs> she, she made it all the way through. 
Yeah, she just like she was just like no, she had a feeling that like she'd probably that I was probably gonna talk about her on the pod, so she decided to listen because of that. Um, I definitely get hella awkward when people are like, I listen, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, part of me was like, oh, like I don't even know what I don't like. I didn't even know what to say because like she mentioned something about like how I said um, something about like her like her hitting me up or whatever, and I was like, oh, I don't even like. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, it kind of came out wrong when I was saying it on the pod, but. Yeah, I've had that a couple of times where people, I was like, I really did not think they were going to listen. And they weren't even calling me up, but it was just like, oh, it's like, yeah. It's like, I'm like, it's all shock value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and This is like the first time I've dated someone who actually listens to like regularly too. So I'm like, like actually having to think what I say. And then I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, ah, now I got to consider it because I like never would just talk like wild about it and think there's no accountability. But now that I've had numerous people call me out on it, I'm like, ah, this is the bad part about getting big, baby. Yeah, I mean, I've had that too though, where like the woman I'm seeing listens. And, but the crazy thing is like, they'll t- they won't even tell me that they listen. They just, they just listen. And then they'll mention something about it. Like they'll mention something about on the podcast, just like out of the blue. I'm like, oh, so you listened to the pod. I didn't even know you listened to the pod. Like, so yeah. After that yeah, time, I was like, yeah, I kind of got to like watch how I say certain shit. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's fun. Um, I guess we should move on now. Enough sad. Your life consequences, though. <laughs> yeah. Who wants them? Who needs them? Let's get to our bread and butter, man. This has been the biggest news for the past two weeks. OnlyFans. That's what everyone comes this, here for. This is the podcast. I was about to say the first example of real life consequences was when I was seeing that girl and she's like, she's like, you can't put pictures up of like when we use when I use topless one to advertise, like and be like, oh, I'm starting OnlyFans as a joke. Like it started legit beef in my like relationship. And I was like, and that was a year ago. And we're still like <laughs> OnlyFans. This is an OnlyFans-based podcast. Like we talk about it so much. It's uh, good content. I like the I like the topics is. that it brings up. That's why. And it's so it dominates so much of like it dominates Twitter. I don't necessarily think that OnlyFans dominates other platforms, but Twitter for sure. So once this oh, once yeah. news of this stuff blows up, like everyone's talking about it on Twitter. And then people take from Twitter and bring it to the other platforms as well, too. But this one's on IG a lot, though, too, because, um, like, I've seen that that's, like, because I haven't been using Twitter as much lately. And I've seen a lot about OnlyFans, obviously, on Instagram and stuff. And I think, yeah, there's a lot more people are interested in it than uh, than you would think in that, too. So, it, yeah, it, it does dominate the headlines. And it's part of discussion, I think, obviously, it's not like we're insanely infatuated with it. It's just we notice we're a pop culture podcast. We know it's part of the culture a lot. So we end up talking about it. Yeah. I mean, we discussed it before the news went down because we heard the report that they were looking to get more mainstream. And we're trying to figure out, like, what are ways that they could possibly become more mainstream with, without ruining their entire their entire brand. Platform. Yeah, and it yeah. seems like they came up with the perfect way to do it, to be honest. I don't know if this was part of their plan, but it seems to have worked pretty damn well for them because they announced originally that they were going to remove all sexual content off of the platform, which basically meant that you couldn't masturbate, you couldn't have any liquids, you couldn't squirt, you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't have sex, you couldn't have... Uh, was there nudity allowed still? So yeah, you could, they were still planning on remaining 
uh, nude friendly. So you could take naked photos, like you show your tits and stuff like that. But I don't think you could show your uh, vaginas or penises on the platform anymore. So it's pretty much just like kind of like soft core, like nudity, I, I, I guess, is what they were aiming to do. So they were still in line with that, with their, with their reasoning. And obviously the internet took to the internet and just blew up with the story. Like there was tons of those jokes about how women are now going to have to start working at McDonald's. You're going to see your favorite OnlyFans girls working at McDonald's. A lot of guys were actually pretty happy about the fact that women were going to lose quite a bunch of income from showing themselves on OnlyFans, which I wasn't really a fan of because in one hand, I understand why they're upset about it. And, but on the other hand, it's guys who enable women to do this. Like women aren't doing this for the sake of just doing it. They're doing it for the fact that a lot of men pay to see that stuff. So if they're making money off of men, like the, the market's there, essentially the market's there and they just want to provide the service and be paid for providing this service. And that's, that's essentially all it comes down to. So if you're going to be mad at someone, you got to be mad at the men who are paying for this in order for it to be happening. Because if men didn't pay, they wouldn't have the business in the first place. So that's where it all stems down to. But some of the jokes were kind of funny, but, you know, I'm not really for like bashing women when it comes to making that choice for them choosing it. Because like I said, the responsibility falls on the men. If you want to stop women from doing this, men have to be stronger in their urges to not <laughs> kind of fall into this shit. But that's never going to happen. There's always going to be dudes who are going to pay for sex because not every guy can get sex the same way. So that's always going to be yeah. an opportunity for them. I'm like torn on it because it's like, I mean, it's not like, the, I get what you're saying to you, but it also sounds like it, it's not our obligation. Like, it, it's weird because it's hard to like to stop them. You know, when you say like, when you say that, it's like, I know what you mean, but like, we don't need to stop them. But then like, you can't have me believe that so many people are doing it that don't want to do it. But like, if you live in Toronto or Vancouver, these major cities are so expensive. Um, like, how can you turn down some money like that way? Like girls with that opportunity and stuff too. Like, obviously yeah. lots of women are just set. Like, I think like lots, like, I think it's perfectly fine to like girls who would w want to do that, like exhibitionists want to whatever and stuff. But like, and then it's also kind of cringy of like girls like, all right, like it's the really the money, money that like I can survive and make rent type thing. Then that's like where I get like uncomfortable with the idea of that. Like if you want to genuinely be there, but I honestly think there's a lot of girls who don't. They're just kind of like there. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. I, I think there's a lot of women who don't really want to do only fans i think they just do it because they can see that they can make some money off of it or just for the fact that like same thing with like podcasting or like becoming a rapper it's like oh like these people are doing it and they're making money off of it so i want to be able to make money off of what i do because a lot of girls a lot of girls are charging 15 dollars a month for their content and i know their content's not like level that people would want to pay 15 dollars for so yeah some of them are clearly not realistic in what they're aiming for they're just like, oh, yeah, everyone else is doing this, so I'm going to do it. But, like, you're not really into the actual art of doing it as and, much as someone who really needs to. And can we talk? So I know a couple of girls who have fucking regretted it because now they have real-life consequences. Like, they're guy, like guys have turned them down because of it. Like, ones they liked. Um, job, like, implications. Because, <laughs> um, like, once your name and stuff and pictures are out there online enough, that shit's gonna follow you forever, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like for me, like shit, I would do OnlyFans or like back in the day, I would have done something. But like I just, you know, like I don't want that following my life around and stuff either. Um, and that and like it's just 
Like I've, I know three girls just off the top of my head that like had to like ghost all their social media and scrub everything because they realized shit actually comes at you. you, get weird stalkers and like like their social media people start sending them pictures of themselves like naked and like creepers and stuff too. So there's obviously a lot of negative um, implications of it, and like it, I get though too the side of it would be like what do you mean like we have to stop like i it's not like we have to stop girls from doing it it's just like if i don't know we just made it like a like a market that can like thrive when a lot of people don't want to be there in the first place and that and contributing to it so i don't know it's kind of a it's kind of a weird position you know what i mean it's like okay we've always almost made things like so desperate that it's like one of the few viable things for people but I mean, then and again, lots of people just love doing that stuff too. So it's kind of a weird situation. Like when I talk about it, I don't want to like talk down to it either. But I mean, we're not supposed to acknowledge that it's almost like, like you know, there is a real a kind of a dark side to it, and the aspect of it in that too as well. And I don't know for me, like I don't think like lots of now people would be like, oh, we're, like saying I wouldn't date someone who has an OnlyFans account. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like we all pick not like i wouldn't tell a girl if a girl had only fans it wouldn't be like i'm i wouldn't tell her probably like, like you don't need to tell her that's why you wouldn't date her but i would yeah, yeah, like you find another like, you don't need to hurt them but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. like you don't like a chubby girl like it's like that's fine it's not fine to tell them no nah, man you're why. fat phobic no. bro <laughs> i mean i'm not because fat shaming. we've seen some we've seen some of the girls that i have so <laughs> i like i, I like them thick them and stick them too okay so but i'm just saying like you're allowed them to have preferences. Stick them. yeah yeah you're allowed to have preferences it's just when you're like callous about it but would you date a girl with only fans yo so my boy asked me this question like a couple months ago and i was like i was like yeah like i'd be progressive about it like yeah i would do it because like, I'd probably help her career and stuff like that. But then I thought about the question, because what he what he was saying was like, okay, like, are you, like, why would you just date her to not, like, get married? And that was the point where I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I don't know about that. Like, I think I could, like, be in a relationship with a girl who has it, but when it comes to actually getting married, that's where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to stick that commitment at that point, because... Then now you got to think about having kids and bringing kids up in that type of environment as well too. Um, and it's not so much that like I'm su- like I'm super against the idea of like other people doing that. It's just for me personally, I just don't think I'd want to have my kids like raised up in that type of environment. So when he brought up that part, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I could date to like marry a girl in it. But if like, what if she but- quit like to have a family? What would she be doing? Or is that too late? I mean, that, that, lots of people have like other careers and stuff. They um, just, I feel like you're gonna grow out of it anyways. I feel like I, I feel like with OnlyFans, like I know it's obviously permeable to hacks and stuff, and obviously you still kind of have some kind of like footprint. You're there's always a digital footprint. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, so, I think I think it's getting stronger and stronger. I think I think if she quit. I could, like, I feel like, I feel like if there's enough love there, I could. Well, you have to okay. really, yeah, exactly. I think that's what, like, I, there's girls out there, I think, that would maybe make me do it, but I'm, like, realistically, for the most part, I'm not even giving that shot um, to happen, so I doubt. Like, I wouldn't yeah. say it's impossible, <laughs> but it's I think so I'd far, rather like, choose a woman who, do, who didn't have that 
than to kind of like go in with one who does and risk whatever stuff happens after that. So, so yeah, for me, I, I would have to say no. I at first originally said yes, but I'd have to say no to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. That's what like see. I used for a while. I thought it was. I was like, okay, I, I could do it. Like I want, but nah, I don't, I really don't think I can. Um, I think that's fine. Like you know, they don't. You yeah, don't have like nothing you're allowed wrong with to have. It. Yeah, like you're allowed to have. <laughs> unless unless you're on Twitter. Intimacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, you're allowed to have a certain amount of intimacy and like you requirements for a relationship and that and one of them being don't show your titties to other men is yeah, absolutely normal. So that's I the mean, thing. I don't. I don't is, really want dudes being able to see my girl's vagina. Like that's awkward to me. Even if, yeah, even if like, I'm the one in it, it's just like no, I don't want I don't want other dudes to be able to see. If that. if my if my girlfriend or my fiance or whatever had OnlyFans, are you logging in to check and see what the product's like? Like mine, and you are. You, oh, you're asking me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I say no only because of the fact that like I've kind of made a vow to never pay for that stuff, though. That's the only reason why. Okay, but what is this? it was free. Like you could go Google and see what their titties. Oh look yeah, like. but at this point, you're if like, I could, if I could, go, if I could look, look, look at my wife's titty. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. You're not gonna show me the respect. <laughs> not looking at my wife's titty. You said you said girlfriend. Okay, well, she's my future wife. <laughs> okay, if you guys are married, I'll show you the respect. If you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't know about that, man. I might have okay, to check so them the, out. The thing is, I don't even like. I know girls who've done it and like I could probably but I don't like if I have to see you all the time like I I don't I don't want to do that like it's like actually like, yeah like, I don't like, know it, it feels like weird like I you know what I mean like say if you saw my girlfriend like every month like when like you know and you yeah, see yeah that's, that's person different. like like because I can already see a million titties like I thought that too I was like I don't really give a fuck it's not like I'm gonna I wouldn't tell papa and stuff but <laughs> I'm like you know what like it's still be in the back of my head I'm like I don't think I want that like 20 year old me for sure but now, like, people are becoming people's wives. And, yeah, like, yeah, Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Even see as a mother and stuff. Like, I think, like, I'd be like, I'd, I'd rather not. There's a billion other titties online. Okay. So, it, okay. I, I think I think the disconnect was, like, I'll say more on, like, just a random friend. Yeah, I'm like, when you propose I'm the question. this girl or something. If, or yeah. Like, if it's... I'm hooking if up with If I come to you, I'm like, I'm hooking up with this OnlyFans girl. Then you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it's, like, if it's, if it's someone who, like, I don't really know that well and they're, like, like we're acquaintances. If I'm acquainted with a dude and like his girls on it, I might look. But if I'm like boys with you and your girls on it, I'm not looking at your. I'm not gonna actually. Yeah, like if I could, like if I was like two years into a relationship, I was like, Papa, I gotta tell you something. Good yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Like, I'm not. Like I love her. She's she's on like online like community and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think at this age I'm like nah. Nah, I don't think I want. Yeah, that, that 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 not in that instance I'll definitely show respect. But if it's like, um. I don't know. I, don't, can't I come to you, like, I'm like, yo, I've been looking this, like, IG girl, like, it's bad IG girl who does OnlyFans. Then you're probably checking it out. If Ruben's girlfriend is an OnlyFans chick, I'm looking. There we go. That's but even I'm your looking. boy, if he talks to her away, like, he's not, like, in love with her, he's like, I know for a fact you'd be like, there's some girls, like, if I was like, yo, they're on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, if, if she's like, a jump off, yeah, yeah, I'll look. Yeah. If, it, if, yeah. if it's free, though, of course. But Yeah. <laughs> There's like, there's time. been, there's probably two girls who have actually thought about like spending some money, but I'm just like, bro, just don't do it. Like, it's not, it's not worth it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause once, I feel like once you go down that hole, then you're just like, then what, sorry, once you cross that line, then you'll just justify it for everything else. You're like, oh, it's only four bucks here. Oh, it's only five bucks here. Oh, it's only three bucks here. 
And all that shit adds up eventually, so. Okay, and also, so anytime I meet a girl and I know she has OnlyFans, like, this is going to sound like, this is going to sound shitty, but, like, I think, I don't know if it's toxic, but, like, if I meet a girl or whatever and she tells me she has OnlyFans or whatever, like, a part of me loses respect for them. And that would be man or woman, don't get me wrong. And I might do it, so I might lose respect for myself. Like, (laughs) there's just, like, there's a bit of me that cringes, like, I don't know. But then I also, so I know this one girl who I respect a lot and I've known her my whole life. And then I found out later that she was a cam girl for a while and it did, I didn't lose any respect for her at all. I always had a crush on her. And so I was like, oh, I would actually like, like whatever. So I was like, oh, like if I get to know you and like, I already know you, then if I find out you do it, it's easier for me to process than like to know your, not know your character and then think you do that as well too it kind of changes the relationship with it for me as well. Cause I've been in both positions. Yeah. Anyway, the thing with OnlyFans is to get to this is now they obviously said that was a shitty biz- like business decision. Do you think that was just for like promo and people to like, it was, they knew they're going to go back on it or they were genuinely planning on pulling it. And they're like, the backlash was just too much. See, uh, this is where this is where I don't know because everything's so manufactured in this fucking earth these days. I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore. Sometimes, yeah. So, so, so here's the thing: they haven't complete. So the reason why I'm going to go with the second one, where I think it's they got backlash, is because of the fact that they haven't, they didn't cancel the decision; they suspended the decision to do it. So to me, what that sounds like is. Because of the backlash and the potential of how much money they were going to lose, they're like, okay, well, if we got if we got enough funding in this first round, let's just see what happens with our revenue stream going forward, um, and and then we'll reevaluate later. Because I think I don't know when I think about when I think about how much mainstream like attraction this got now because of it. I also kind of feel like it could have been planned because they're like, oh yeah, like controversy sells. So like now we got mainstream. Now now we've gotten to our goal of we want to be more mainstream, which they have become. Like they're now in the minds of like the regular person. So they do have some of that. But at the same time too, by not reversing this, like they get so much money. So it's hard to say, but I'm more inclined to say that they probably went the route of, you know, we got so much backlash off of it. A lot of the creators are probably going to start pulling their content. And because they don't have an infrastructure for like, putting on that mainstream content that they want to get like people weren't like on October 1st, what was going to happen was it's not going to, you're not going to have a bunch of people flock to that platform. What you were going to have was all the sexual creators who do that. Yeah. You're, you're going to have way more people pull out there. No one's exactly. going to go to it. No one's going to go to it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like no one's going to be like, Oh, well now they, they go, I'm a good Christian guy. So now yeah, I can exactly. finally get on only fans. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Put my fucking Bible study <laughs> lessons on there. Like I, I, I didn't see the logic. Behind. But also one of the bad things is I know other people now are being like, yo, there's still a market here because OnlyFans still piss people off. And I've already heard of like three or four other people now launching competitors for like Tyga. Yeah, yeah Tyga. Like, yeah. And other people and like everyone sees, I think a lot of people now are seeing like they still alienate, like no, no one's going to forget this. Like I'm sure like people realize they don't have any loyalty to OnlyFans now. Like, and now I know, now I know the numbers. Now I know only 10% or 20%, I mean, of OnlyFans money goes to OnlyFans, which is a lot. I thought it'd be way less than that. 
Like, honestly, I thought it'd be like eight to 10%. Um, so I, I think there's gonna, I think this was really bad for them, despite them getting lots of numbers and that. Like, I think a lot of people in the tech industry and stuff, and people in entertainment of that, are like now people are gonna be like, they, they suspended it too. They didn't get rid of it too. So I'm sure those, those uh, adult stars don't feel still super safe at OnlyFans and don't feel any loyalty. So I think they really opened up a big window for challengers and people more likely to invest money to start something to kind of compete with them more. So uh, I think it was a bad play. I'm still not sure if it was for the advertisement. I could see it being that too. But I think the downside of it, like you said, with people are, were only going to go away and not come to it. And no yeah. one's still going to like go to it now just because of that. Like if anything, even if I'm a creator of like normal content, I'm seeing only fans like instability and they're flipping floppy. I'm not wanting to put my product on there now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like people didn't get good publicity from this. So I think it was a bad play. I'm so like, I could see people thinking it was for the positivity, but whoever did it, I think it was a bad idea made that decision. So yeah, that's kind of my take on to it. Did you know it was 20%? That they were making? Yeah, their cut. Yeah. yeah. I remember looking when that first story came out, I remember reading an article about it. So I remember their cut being pretty quite big. Yeah, don't mm -hmm. you think that's kind of big, don't you too? For like as much I think it's I think it's standard because usually industry I mean, industry like platforms, they usually take like 30% for you to put stuff up. Like Apple takes 30% off of whatever you put up on the app store. Um, and like all these other like gaming companies and stuff, like where with their digital storefronts. They take thirty percent as well too. So I didn't really think Apple that twenty stuff was... can like they can control so much though. Like I just feel like there's so many yeah, other true. places. You know what that's I mean? True, like that's true. That's true. That's true. Those storefronts they it's choose. It's built into your phone. Like only yeah, fans yeah, yeah. can come on your phone. The only fan store. Like you know what I mean? So like, Apple's got that like cornered. So for me, I'm just surprised that has like people haven't been like a model even like we'll take fifteen percent if it's twenty from only fans and that. Like it just seems like now that I've seen all this, it just seems like you see all the cr cracks in OnlyFans armor and like the lack of stability after the last couple of weeks. So like, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people going for the throne now. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I, uh, there's definitely going to be more sites that are popping up because I already saw a bunch of like those creators saying that, oh yeah, I'm going to this site now because of the, because of the policy. But I think the ones that are already on it, they'll probably still stick there just because it's such a, it's still so mainstream. Oh, for it's still sure. Widely built. It's hard it's real hard to jump to a unknown like sex platform because you don't know what kind of base is is available on those platforms. So it's it's kind of it's kind of tricky. But plus, only fans had it still had this like not like this almost like it wasn't as sexualized. Like when I see those like cam advertisements and stuff, I'm like, this is grimy as fuck. Like there's stuff yeah, like, yeah, like cam soda had, like, and shit. Had, like, yeah, yeah, like you have like bat like girls like. Like, you know, when I hear, like, a, a famous person, when someone says the OnlyFans, like, I'm like, okay, maybe, like, there's an imagination there. Like, you don't just picture them fucking drilling their asshole with a dildo right away. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, maybe they're just, like, I know girls who made money off that by just being in a bikini and talking. You know what I mean? So that's, like, whereas, like, if you other cam ones, I'm like, I just picture them, like, it's hardcore stuff, too. OnlyFans has that, like, ha, 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 like, not as, like, dirty and grimy thing yeah. that kind of helps them in that, too. So I would work on, I definitely would, if I was going to do one to compete with it, I try and like kind of keep that image and stuff too, as well. That like classy boutique one. Like when I think of OnlyFans, I think of like nudity a bit and stuff, but not like the aggressive porn hub. You see people fucking pissing on each other type thing. <laughs>
Yeah, there is there is like that they have some kind of uh cachet or like class, I guess, that's still associated with them. Despite the fact that some of the videos I see people posting on Twitter though are of that variety where like it's squirting like exponentially on the fucking camera and shit like that. So it's kind of weird, but they do somewhat have that cachet going for them. But yeah, I guess that's that's not for uh for our OnlyFans discussion. Uh, I guess the only two other major news things were the Create Challenge and obviously Kanye and Drake dropping as well, too. Uh, do you think Ye's coming out, or sorry, do you think Donda's coming out tomorrow? No. And this yeah. is 100% manufactured. This, like, I, I honestly think Kanye doesn't like Drake, but there's definitely people putting it up for both their albums and that, like... For sure. That's definitely of, promo for their run. I actually, yeah. I'm kind of a believer of them both kind of dropping on the same day. I do think that that might be something that is, even so though it's a rumor, yeah. I do think it's credible rumor at this point, though. Just because their cycle for this beef is just so, like, it's intertwined now. So it seems like it's something that they're going to use towards gearing more listens for their album. But, well, like that 50 Cent Kanye back in the day, like, they both definitely sold more because of it that first week. Yeah. Um, so I can see them redoing that model with Drake and Kanye and stuff too. But they're both so upset. Like, if you do drop the same week, like, one of them's going to get their feelings hurt. For I sure. definitely think Drake would, would probably. I think Drake um, beats him. But a lot of people yeah, are for saying, sure. are, a lot of people are saying Kanye because he actually has, like, people have actually heard some of Donda, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I don't think that people, I don't know. Kanye has more loyal fans, but I think Drake has more. Um, mainstream more of them like yeah more more mainstream like the that's why like everyone like the Kanye stands are going hard on Drake on all the memes and like shit like that but I think like for sales wise um, Drake has Kanye and I think that Kanye will definitely get butt hurt even if it is like kind of manufactured I know he wants to win if they did drop at the same time so it should be interesting I do I think I genuinely think Drake doesn't like or Kanye doesn't like Drake though Anymore, at least. Yeah. What was the thing that got like, them in that beef anyways? I can't even remember. I think it was just like a Kanye Manic episode. And he, but like, he was. Oh, yeah, he probably said like, some shit. Yeah. And like, Kanye's found ways to get offended by people, like, ev- which in every way in that, too. Did I you mean, hear so, those? so was Drake, though, too. That's a, that's the, they're both pretty sensitive, to be honest. Yeah. But like, Kanye's just like, I, I think Drake gets fun, but he kind of just throws like, shade but won't direct mention date like oh for sure he's definitely sensitive but he's not popping off on social like posting your his address and like you know going on twitter tirades and shit too um connie's on a new different level with that stuff so um should be should be interesting but yeah they're definitely both in their in their feelings for sure yo okay so here's a theory that i read online too um Obviously, I don't necessarily think it's true because it's a theory, but it is pretty interesting. And I wouldn't put it past Kanye to do something like this. So the theory reads, Kanye wants to make the first official unreleased album. So hear me out. Ye took inspiration from Yandi. Yandi is a loose collection of leaks and random fan-made mashups. And any Yandi release you see is unofficial. But he got the idea for Donda, his next big concept, sorry, his next big concept slash project. TLOP was the first of its kind that I know of. An album that evolved over time, an album that grew in songs, changed track lists. It was like watching the project come together over time. There's been 
many unofficial official albums by other artists, which consists of leaks and projects that have surfaced and whatnot. Some that have rematerialized themselves into being official or at least semi-official. But Ye's concept with Donda is an album that has materialized itself into existence without being officially radio billboards. Uh, sorry, without being officially released. The songs have been premiered. They play on radio, billboard, um, and are starting out the album. He wants people to review it, magazines like Pitchfork, Billboard, and he wants everyone to pretend and act like it's out. But in reality, it cannot be purchased. It cannot be streamed. It can only be accessed from listening events and ripped from set events. He might tour and do tracks from it, and everyone will know the words, and the songs will be very real, but the album will be... But the album will only be... His 10th album, oh my God, this guy cannot write. His album will only be very real in that it's his 10th album, has a track list and has all the compositions of a real album, except it cannot be streamed or purchased. This is why the Billboard say it's out. This is why Apple sent notifications about the release. This is why Jay Electronica said it's already out. The album is out. We already got it. I think about its black cover and what it signifies. The Mask Over Ye, it's an album you can't see. It doesn't seem real, but the music exists. The experience is this. And it will be talked about for generations to come. So yeah, I was. Are they saying the album will never be released? Yeah, essentially saying that this album is just going to be Kanye performing it. So you're going to be able to hear it on radio and other spots like that. Uh, magazines are going to be able to review it because they've gone to some of those events, and you can only listen to it as events. And then he'll probably do it on his tours, but. He won't officially ever release it is what the theory states yeah um, and there was a there was a report today that said he's already made 12 million off of donda without releasing it um this is just strictly based off of the apple deal that he has and on top of that all the venues and events and merchandise that he sold going along with it and i don't know if you've seen that new uh device that he has where you can like kind of dj songs off of donda that he's going to be selling as well too so, yeah, no, I mean, some I, of that lends credence to this theory, but I don't 100% believe it, but it's plausible. I, I definitely think this is, I think this is all part of an album rollout. I think we will get an album. I wouldn't be surprised if it's way further from now and lots of the music that we hear isn't on it. So I don't know if that then even like, it'll be one of those things where, like, what was the album that got scrapped completely that so sounded pretty good and then he ended up putting out something else like apparently they made that whole it was yandy and then he, yeah yeah and but then we got we got the christian, got one, the christian one yeah 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 so i could see him doing that again um something like that i think the rollout people have been like giving kanye shit but i think he knows exactly what he's doing i think it's been, made him money and kept him in the news that like the whole like doing those like shows and doing them in concerts and now he's building his house apparently in the chicago stadium yeah or like yeah, a, yeah. a model of it. I don't think he's Yeah, happy. he's like, I think he's found a way to make money off the album rollout, essentially, instead of paying for the for the advertisement and that. And like, I think he knows what he's doing to a degree. And I think we'll get an album. I wouldn't be surprised it's a long time from now. And if it sounds completely different from what we're hearing. So does that even count that then? You know what I mean? Like, if we like, I guess, if we don't get Donda exactly the way, then maybe that guy's right. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I think we're going to get an album, but it could be lots of it couldn't be the music that we've heard 
from him now. So I guess then we like, really yeah, haven't even heard anything though. It's only been the people who've gone to those actual shows that have heard it. I haven't heard. But shit we, well, we've heard, I mean, it's obviously the music. Like no, well, I've heard there's like gonna like when there was that one song that came out um, with I don't know, I can't remember. But obviously he's made some music and like the producer. Yeah, he's definitely made there. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that those songs, like he's made those songs, but they're not. If they don't make the album, and then that doesn't really count. So. Yeah, fuck. I don't know, man. This is this is this is yay though. This is like I'm having. Yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't put it past him to like the theory does have some credence. Like I wouldn't put it past Kanye to do something like this. And based off of the numbers that have come out so far with the rollout, like I could see him possibly doing that. Because yeah, we don't know what what he has in mind. He's always trying to change the rules of the game. So yeah, which is something you know, like he's a crazy bastard, but. You gotta give it to, to Ye, like you know what I mean. Like he is a creative genius, and I would give him a hand job. I don't know what else to say. Like, but yeah, it's it's he almost stress like talking about this almost stresses me out. Like that's fucked. Like, <laughs> like I'm like stressed right now. And like, like what is this guy's time. plan? This is the power. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, normally we'll just discuss like, oh, the Migos album is coming out in three weeks, and we're like. What do you expect and stuff? When it's Ye's like, what do you think's gonna happen? Like my heart raises a little bit. I was like, is he playing us? Like, what is this? Like he's revolutionizing, or, or is he like da 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 and stuff? So it's like the good and the bad. Like I'm actually like I'm I'm kind of worked up. And my heart rate went up. I was like, fuck, I don't know, Papa. Like why do you put me on the spot like that? Like, <laughs> like bastard Kanye, you know? You like dude, but like I I think you're kind of the same way. You're like fuck, I don't know, man. Like so it is. He's doing it too. Like who else? gets you like so emotionally fucking invested in a guy you know what i mean yeah that's true i can't really think of many people um like even i mean drake does to an extent but that's just more so just based off of the music that he puts out I'm like oh i'm like excited or like Ken- kendrick to an extent as well too um, yeah but drake's like, so like but clearly calculated though you just you know what it is you're like you know yeah you know you know, you know exactly gonna what it's gonna but be we know, he's checking with his like numbers guys where like you know what I mean? Like he's like he's going, he has his team with him, and they're like, here's this plan. You don't really know what to expect, but you're like, this is some calculated where you're like, is this Kanye having a mental breakdown? Is this yeah, like him yeah. like Kanye puts him, you like, through like a roller he's revolutionizing something? Like Kanye's the type of guy you have 10 people in the room and they tell him like this is where and he's like, No, this plan is like it's just in Kanye's head, you know what I mean? Whereas like Drake, he has his whole team, like, we're doing this, he's just he's going with it, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's a very yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like same with Jay-Z, those type of guys are like. But like Kanye, you're actually like, is this mental health? Is this a mental yeah. episode or an album? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, is this, that is very you true. know, like, did this guy really divorce his wife just for show? Or is he having relationship problems? Like, where's everyone yeah. else like, okay, it's clearly they have this relationship for publicity and stuff. Like, well, you never know with Kanye. And you're like, ah, fuck. Like, yeah, just, I'm worked up right now, man. <laughs> and it's all Kanye's fault. You, you just do something to me. This one is like do- dating me. <laughs> the instability the like <laughs> oh, the raw motion the like deep yeah like, i bet that probably is what it is like deep <laughs> day, you know? i mean that's my honestly and that's my some of it's so calculated and some of it's just like, like i'm having a mental bipolar episode right now because that's what like, i go through what? dealing with you on this podcast <laughs> is, is, is this motherfucker gonna show up this week or is he having some i'm a fucking episode. dollar brand so. like it's, <laughs> it's like all the bad and none of the good. So I can um, only imagine what it's like to actually date you and have to plan yeah, real, real life activities. Um, and, and that's what, honestly, that's part of it. Though, so much like when like 
when I'm like, whatever, doing the thing with girls, it's like so much of it is like, yeah, this is straight up calculated. I'm like, okay, like, you know, I'm not going to like hit her back <laughs> for a couple of days. And then other times it's like, I love her. I'm in pure misery though. And I have to disappear and like drown myself in the ocean and that too. So it's like, fuck, like being me is a roller coaster. Imagine dating me, dear God. Um, so, but I don't get the advantage. I'm not a billionaire. Like at least Kanye gets like <laughs> shit come from this. Like my life's just a complete mess. Like Kanye, at least like, you know, he's a creative genius. He has his music and stuff too. Um, so it's, it's definitely, but that's what obviously part of why I really, like always become a yay fan and stuff because like does that relate to the nigga yeah like straight <laughs> up like it's just that like ah it, it, it's, it's unhealthy but i think a lot of connie stands are the same way too all anyone mentally unstable is a fucking yay stand you know oh man yeah i can see it um, yeah you're, you're the drake to my kanye too <laughs> Papa's all like calculate it like he makes all his meetings and appointments and he's like well we'll do this, yeah, for this. Oh. Like, the numbers say it this way so we should do it that way I'm like when I oh, show man. up I show up and I'm gonna take my <laughs> dick out today <laughs> yo if only their skin colors were the opposite then, then yeah right would be living their lives right now yeah I just said we're just the fucking broke version of them the podcast version oh man but yeah, no, it's uh, it's an interesting little. I have no idea what's going on with them, those two. But how much of it's manufactured and how much is real? Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I I still don't think they're dropping anytime soon. I actually think we're not going to get their albums till like the fall ish. Like I, I think like probably October for Drake and maybe like the same for Kanye because I, I do think they probably are going to drop around the same time. So. That, that'll probably be a thing, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking October for both. Watch of us, one of us get one of them like super quick. Or like, I guess not their album. Impossible. Like, yeah, like soon. Um, oh, we'll see. I would, see, I wouldn't be, tor- again, I wouldn't, be, I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be like jaw drop shocked if like Loverboard just came out two weeks from now and this all fizzled out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the only thing is, I, I don't think their egos will let them go head to head from the fear of losing. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, that's right? true. Like that's gonna for sure, for sure, forever. for and, like, sure. And it was big for Kanye for when Fifty Cent did that. It was big for him. Like he sold more that way, that way. But he fell off after that. Curtis was the last time he sold. You know yeah. what I mean? Because um, no one wants second. Like DJ Khaled's been still being dragged for losing to Tyler a year later. Um, yeah, that's true. You know DJ, I mean? Cal- so, like, yo, DJ Khaled brought it on himself though. No one told him to make that video of him crying about the fact that he didn't get number one. Like. Oh, 100%. And I think Tyler being so, like, well-spoken and why it sucks for him, too. Like, his whole yeah. image as being number one is a different... But, I mean, I think... Here's the thing, also. Kanye... Like, if Kanye loses, you, like, he's going to go on a Twitter rant of, like, why... You know what I mean? He's going to do the Trump, like, I didn't lose fake news type thing or something. So, I think the people... Ra- I just think the downfall from it, at, like, for their careers, so much of a risk afterwards. So, I don't think they'll drop together. Um, again, wouldn't completely surprise me if they did, but I don't think they will. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if we get one of their albums fairly soon. Yeah, by one of them, I meant Drake, because I <laughs> yeah, because really, yeah. <laughs> seeing this with Kanye, like I, it really does seem like he doesn't have, like he's very picky and stuff, and he doesn't have what he wants to have. But he's found a way to profit and make this work in his advantage right now. Yeah, would you do the crate challenge? Yeah, if you put some, I'm not gonna go out. So I'm not gonna go and like call the homies and like let's get crates going. But you catch 
you like if you're like yo come over on a friday and they got the crates out you're 100 percent i'm in there yeah i saw that people saying that like it's such a court like i don't know why people were clowning it i was like this is just like it's just a fun thing to try like i would try it like it's yeah I, I mean, like, I mean, oh yeah i'm against i'm against doing this like what a, what a stupid idea what a stupid thing to do it's like I would try it. Like it looks. Some fun. of them are stupid. Like the yeah, some, fucking... some, some people who do it. Like the people who do it on concrete, and the people who don't have like spotters. Like yeah, y'all yeah. are just doing All it. All the to people get, like, who are obviously up. completely not capable of doing it, who try it and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. you're like obviously you can't do this. Um, or what was it? Uh, yeah, the con- or if you ran into my shit while I'm on top of that, where I'm fucking yeah, that's nothing. fucked up. If I don't yeah, break my up. neck, I'm swinging on you but that's some shit I, if i was 18 i'd definitely push my friends off so i can't even do that <laughs> like because i that's some shit i definitely would have done i once put a firecracker in a kid's pocket and walked away and it, yo that's fucking crazy yeah was it, I, wait, was it someone, back, was it someone it you fu- knew was it someone you knew pino oh shit Parmesan guy. dude and it fucked him up it blew a huge <laughs> it was like 20 year old me i don't know what i was thinking like it's just like boy brain and like I like literally lit up fucking one of those like M like those not an M80 but like the smaller version of it. Those, like, yeah, the, yo, you know, those ones fucked. alone. And the guy was like throwing up and like super injured. And I was like, ooh, like what exactly did you think was gonna happen? Like you put a firecracker in his pocket. I'm like, I don't really know, man. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna I want to hurt and ruin this guy's day, which I did. And I thought people would laugh in that, which they did. But he was like seriously hurt. I'm like, oh, we might have to take him to the hospital. I was like. You yeah, know, my crazy. brain just didn't play that it's, one out right. Yeah. It's crazy when you're younger how much things you just do for laughs because you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fucking hilarious. But like, you don't think about the actual consequences of what the fuck's going to happen after you do that shit. Like, yeah, no. Like, when I was 15, I held kid, two kids hostage at my house with a paintball and BB gun and, like, locked the doors and shot them if they didn't dude, do things the I wanted fuck, to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they had welts all over their body. Like, one of them broke down in tears and stuff. But I was like, I was like, thought about that like 10 years later. I was like, that's actual psychopath. Like, Yo, this nigga has what? slaves. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're my friends. My parents got me a BB gun and I had already had a paintball gun. I locked them in the house for like three hours and tortured them with it. And I was like, oh man. Like, now I'm like, that's psycho shit. Like, we had internet around there and someone called me out on that. I'd get in so much trouble. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the dumb things I can think of is, like, we, we used to, like, throw, like, not uh, not snowballs, but, like, you know, we'd make, like, ice balls and those fights and yeah. shit. So we do that. People like, died that way, too. It would not surprise me. Yeah. We, we do that shit. And then we, we had a game called Why You Trippin', where basically you would go behind someone and you know when you, like, do – when you go on all fours or whatever and you push someone over? Oh, yeah, you push them over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we would do that. Like, that's a good and then like after we do that, we like, why are you tripping? But that shit's <laughs> fucked though, because if you're not expecting it, you could land terribly wrong. Like your neck could snap off of falling off something because you're not expecting it. Like you don't think that someone's behind you, and then you just get oh, pushed sure. over. Like that's fucked. It's a pretty dangerous game. But you like when you're younger, yeah. like, you don't give a fuck about that. Even like fighting as a kid, like you can kill someone. Like run wrong punch and stuff. Like I fought so much when I was younger. And I'm like, damn, I'm so lucky. Like, no one got, like, seriously injured. Like, it's so easy to, like, knock someone out and they, like, are dead. Like, there's, like, thousands of times that's happened. So it's like, boys are just stupid. Yeah, we do some pretty dumb shit. But I would definitely, yeah, you set up those crates. Like, right now, like, if you're, like, yeah, I'm outside with some crates and I've had, like, having some beers in a crate, like, it's going down. Yeah, especially especially when I'm drunk, like, 100%. I'm doing that. 
usually I don't get into that many of the challenges, the crate one. Cause that's still like, you know, I got to get that taste. It's been like eight years since I've done anything like achieved athletically. So <laughs> you put those crates in there. I'm like, Oh yeah. Pretend there's a football in my hand and I can do it. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> I need that attention and accomplishment. So I'm hundred percent doing it. You would do it too. I would try it, but I'm definitely not looking to buy the crates, but if someone had it set up and like, yo, let's do the crate challenge. I'd be like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Not doing that shit in concrete though. Yeah, yeah for sure not. It's going to be a grass thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not a, like, and I like to think I'm like, oh man, like, but that shit I've, is entertaining as fuck. Like I like to pretend like I'm like, oh, like I'm so mature and don't like to watch this bullshit. Everyone's so stupid. And like the crate challenge is stupid, but it's entertaining. I don't, yeah, I mean, I think it's stupid in the fact that you get seriously hurt, but I think it's super entertaining. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's so simple. There's been like, like there's been dumber challenges. Like the fucking cinnamon challenge is probably one of the dumbest ones ever. Like you could actually die from that because what cinnamon does is it takes all the moisture out of your mouth. So when people were inhaling it, they're like, oh, this is fine. But like you literally could choke on it and not breathe. Like that's a dumb one. I think this is like, it's dumb in that you can obviously get really hurt if you set them up too high, but I think if you set them up at a reasonable level, like the worst you're, that's going to happen is you'll come up with like a bruise or some cuts, but. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, no, I definitely, there's been dumber ones. I've definitely participated in that one. Well, yeah. Um, shout out to Sonia and Del Curry. Kind of sucks that they're like, I, I realize it kind of sucks that like because of their sons, like their actual divorce is, publicized now like no one would really care if they're if they didn't if they weren't the parents of Steph Curry like no one would give a shit but like they kind of have to go through that in public to deal with which kind of sucks um but apparently she was cheating I don't know if it's true obviously because we don't have the full details um, I can't I refuse to believe it but <laughs> but yeah they're so pure I know that's the thing it's so shocking and it's like I, I was talking to one of my friends actually and he was telling me he's like yeah my parents have been like the thing at that age, too, is, like, where else are you going to go at that point? I think it's different for her and for him as well, too, because they obviously have money, so they're in a different situation. But with most couples at that age, it's like, what else are you going to do? Like, most of the time, you probably just stick it out at that point and just stay married for, like, the rest of your lives because it's not like you're really going to get out there and, and look for new love at that age, usually. Um but yeah, my boy was telling me, he's like, yeah, my parents have been in a loveless marriage for probably the past, like, at least 10 years. And then he, like, asked his mom about it. And he's, she's just like, yeah, like, I'm, I have nowhere else to go. So what else am I going to do? I might as well just stick it out. So, um, so yeah, I, I guess it's different for them because they have a different situation. But uh, it, it, the, the funniest thing to me, though, was the dude who penned that fucking letter about the about that was that El Curry having funny. to get back into the game. Oh my this, god! This guy did not miss. It was like thirty tweets, and every fucking like I wouldn't have laughed half as hard at twenty two because I'd be like, whatever. But like, holy shit, that is relatable. Yeah, um, like everything he oh said in it was was definitely. Bro, I, like, I read that like twenty times. I was actually fucking dying. Like every single one was so fucking factual. <laughs> They pegging out here, yo, which is so true. It's like, fuck. Oh, man. What was another one? He said, oh, you don't have the cholesterol to be out here, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, bro, okay, this is exactly this is why it hits so hard, though, because I went back to school. I did that program PR when I was 29, 30. 
And then everyone, like so many of the people in the program, like at least when I got the, the other one, I was still like 27, 28, Toronto's new to me, whatever. Yeah. And I had a girlfriend at that time. But this one, like 29, 20, 30. And then all the, like the girls in that class were like 24, 25 um, that I became friends with. And holy fuck, like trying to hang with them and stuff, like going to the bars and like clubs with them was like, holy fuck, this is exhausting too. And then like them, like outright, like the, the girls were like, ah, oh, like I'm going to make them eat my ass and stuff. I'm like, hold up, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm not, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't grow up and eat ass generate. Like I'm not taking a girl, like I hooked up with one of them and she's like, you're going to eat my ass? I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, like, that, like the, 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 the gender, like most, like Gen Z, like that age, like you're like, 23 24 is different bro like yeah they're, actually, they're, like, they're, they're a different breed even our generation like millennials are still a different breed too like i'm not putting oh, i'm not putting sure. any of that past them either no no for sure but like i guess once even like we get that age and stuff too like i was like yo they were just yeah it just it was exhausting too like i was turning down like hella bad girls because i was just like yo i, I can't i'm just not about that life like like, I just want to find a nice girl and settle down now. Like, it is tiring out there. And, like, listen, love is love. But when I'm 22, like, I had the love of my, like, life. I'm being like, ah, you, you wonder what's out there and you want to go do it now. Like, you get to a certain age and you experience things, like, you know what? You, you don't, you just, you stop wondering. Like, I, yeah, I don't you're like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not half as scary to think of, like, being with one girl for the rest of your life the way it was, like, six years ago. And yeah, then, but sure. the, that, that grass is greener thing. I've had that too, like that breakup when I first broke up with a girl in Toronto when I moved there. I was like, yo, I'm gonna jump in that. Like, fuck it, that's kind of like good. And then like months later, I'm like, maybe I should have stayed with her. Like, fuck, because it's like, it's exhausting. Dating costs so much. That tweet, each tweet after tweet, literally not one wasn't relatable. <laughs> like that being like 30 and then trying to sneak like 22 year old girl's house. Like I had that same thing, like trying to sneak you like... in. My dad's there, I'm like, <laughs> my, my, hip, like my hips cracking. Like I'm trying to climb to that window, your body's aching and stuff. It's just it's definitely oh, like not, man. once you get to the other side of that grass, you're like, it ain't, it ain't worth it. So that tweet fucking hit it out of the park. I actually like went on your account and like laughed at that like five different times. You, you don't know nothing about the sneaky link. Now you knock yeah. on the door of a 22-year-old with three other roommates because she's got a side seat. Yeah, like, oh, oh my like, just, God. He just worded it so, everything so perfect, too. Like, he didn't even explain so, these, like... To loom with, like, six question yeah, marks after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy fuck, I gotta go back. Like, he didn't, like, he wasn't even, like, he was just... The way, yeah, the way he said it, like, it wasn't even, like, he wasn't even phrasing it. You just saw the words and knew exactly what this nigga was talking about. Oh, man. Um, dying. <laughs> yeah, too. I got to go to that, too, now. I was actually... Oh, fucking, shit. Uh, can we read some of those? Hold on. Uh, uh, where is it? It's on... Uh, it should be, like, my left-hand side. On the left-hand okay. side of the page. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I love how you just said bud ellipsis dot 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 yeah that's how let he starts it off like something. yeah yeah let me tell you something you don't want to be out here you think you want to be out here because you're not out here <laughs> and because i saw the first one i was like well, i didn't even read it so i didn't even laugh and then I'm like other people are like it's so funny i'm like okay i gotta go back and you gotta see like all in context because when you get out here you ain't gonna want to be out here no more <laughs> Oh last my God. time he was out here out here was different <laughs> yeah he explained like say that i don't know why you want to do the work you got to come out here and you ain't gonna like it like he said he said you ain't want to be out here seven different ways and they all meant something different oh, <laughs> you all can start doing the podcast and talk about plate fixing 
Uh, yeah, the whole thing was that was perfect. Love learning the wife TikTok of your dance. youth, yo. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be out here learning TikTok dances and falling off mouth crazy, <laughs> which is true. But... When I fucking was <laughs> when I was dating Emily, we fucking I was she was always making me do TikTok dances with her. I was like, oh, okay. I just there was a time where you were the TikTok king for a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like do do do, but yeah. <laughs> Love but the they want you. they want rounds now. You better <laughs> pray about coming out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they want rounds now too. Oh, oh man, holy shoot! The sneaky link. Oh uh, yeah, just the way you explained it was so good. Yeah, this uh, this this literally this is probably one of the greatest that I've ever read on Twitter in my life. Like I was just dying the entire time. Yeah, you don't have the cholesterol to be out here, and it's true. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I guess, that's it. Yeah, dude, the Tulum one took me out, bro. Because I know so yeah, many girls that just go out so there. Many fucking yo, so <laughs> many girls. Oh my god, the last two years, Tulum, Tulum. Like I'm just out here, like, and every time someone flying them out, and everyone going like, Tulum, Tulum. That actually, because out, like, literally two of the girls that like from that experience that gave it to me are always in Tulum. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that just sounds exhausting. <laughs> I just know so many girls just hit up Tulum. It's like I know you're getting, I know you're getting flown out there. Like I know there's no. Yeah. It's just so perfect to explain. Just Tulum question mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there. Oh, right. yeah, we gotta wrap. I gotta go back to work. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for episode 100 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Definitely a longer one. It'll take me a fucking long ass time to edit this shit. But it's all worth it. Uh, big shout out to everyone who listens. Appreciate you guys. It means a lot to us, especially for these 100 episodes. As always, you guys can do us a huge favor. Continue to like, rate, review, follow, and subscribe right. wherever you happen to be listening to it. Uh, if it's on iTunes, definitely give us a rating or Apple Podcasts, give us a rating. Helps us get noticed in the algorithm and boosts us and gets us known out there. So we do genuinely appreciate that. And yeah. Thank you guys for rocking and listening with us. We will catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.